0: Thursday, August 6, 2009, upon further review, episode number 72. In this episode, we take a train to Fenway Park with a quick stop by the 80s. Uh, okay, it doesn't make sense now, but once you listen to the episode, it'll all become clear as crystal. Okay, upon further review, I'm Greg. I'm Clea. And we want to welcome everybody to episode 72 of our fine little show.
1: That's a good number.
0: Yes, I like 72. Um, It's not quite as much as 73, but has the advantage of being more than 71.
1: And you know what 73 is, Greg? What's that? If you turn the numbers around and read it the other way, it's 37.
0: Which is significant because I'm turning 37 in a month, you mean?
1: You're going to be 37.
0: I know, 37 years old. Oh my God,
1: that's so old. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all the, and all of our listeners out there who are, you know, 40s, 50s are like, thanks, Clay. I, really, I, I really appreciate that. And let me just remind you that if I'm turning 37, <clears throat> it means that you are 33. Yes. You're aware of that, right?
1: Well, you're also aware of the fact that you're now 36 and I'm also 33, that nothing changes. Right, but I'm just
0: reminding you that, um, you know, that gap in our age is going to be, you know, that varying between three and four years is going to remain there. Yes. And um, so that's that's what you have to, you know, be aware of.
1: That is a statement of fact that I am aware of. (laughs) Okay. But we were talking about the fact that when, when you get above 36 now, it suddenly feels like you're almost 40.
0: But it doesn't feel that way to me.
1: That's because you're already working on denial. That's the,
0: no, that's the, one of the stages that we were talking about earlier. the stages of
1: grief of turning 40.
0: Well, anyway, anyway um, so, on show concerns, yes. um, we have uh, three things as usual to review for mm-hmm. the show tonight. And we sort of cast far and wide for some of these because we had two that we were one that we knew. Second, that we got pretty quickly and then we weren't sure about the third one. But now I think we're pretty pleased, I think, with the lineup that we've got.
1: Yes, I think it's going to be good. We're going to
0: start by reviewing... It's like the
1: acronym uh, show. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's that's a good
0: point. Yeah, that's an excellent point. This is the acronym show. We're going to start by reviewing Amtrak, which is, of course, um, American train and carrots what, what does it yes, stand for
1: yes it stands for american train and carrots
0: anybody everyone knows what it is it yes, is yes. Uh, the american train system so uh, <laughs> we've had a chance to experience this train system firsthand recently so yes. we're going to talk a little bit about that then we're going to move on to discuss the Sons of Sam Horn message board, or SOSH, as it is popularly known in the acronym world. This is uh, a Boston Red Sox message board, but there's a lot more to it, as I'll talk about when we get there. And then we're going to conclude by reviewing... Like everything
1: Red Sox, there's just so much more.
0: There's so much more depth to it, including yes. how many runs they're losing to the Yankees tonight, by. but anyway. Okay,
1: honey, let's, not, let's not go there. It's a the sore
0: subject. Um, and then the last thing we're going to be reviewing is MTV. And uh, I know you may all be thinking, MTV? What are you, living in the 80s? But um, MTV is in fact still a going concern, and Clea thought it would be a good idea. Concern. Well, I, when Clea like brought this up virus. as a topic, I was kind of like, what the heck?
1: Craig, that's and just because you're out of it in some respects. I'm not out of it. MTV's I know all about VH1
0: and everything. Yeah, but it's not the big deal that it used to be. And since oh, we that's reviewed Michael true. Jackson last show, then, you know, we'd know that's something not about true. it.
1: You just don't like any of the shows that they, that they do now.
0: That, well, yeah, maybe. But, so we'll talk a little bit about um, MTV as well and what's happened to it and where it's going and co- where it came from and where it's. Going to. Um, I'd like to start by giving
1: show. my lemonade a 10.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoy your lemonade, honey. Yeah. That's that's great. Um, but we're not reviewing lemonade. We are, however, reviewing Amtrak as our first thing of the evening. And you can find this at com. Let me just make one admission up front, okay? <laughs> I do not, and I may have talked about this on the show before. I don't know if I have. I am not a fan of planes i don 't like flying, mostly because I am troubled by the prospects of what might happen when one flies, as I've often said to people, if I have a bad day teaching in the classroom, then your kid doesn 't get taught well. If, on the other hand, the pilot has a bad day, everybody dies and this to me, is a sort of troubling um, you know, difference between our professions. And no it's one reason to my
1: cousin, but you know the plane flies itself a lot nowadays.
0: Yes, hopefully level and not into the ocean. But the point is, I know all about the statistics. I know all about the stuff. Yeah, about don't it's safer bother sending and and somebody, all, yeah, 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 I already know all this stuff. The point is that those statistics assume a bunch of people who may not be... You know, I consider myself a good, safe driver, and I'm in control of the car. So I like the idea that I may be able to avoid an accident that I clearly cannot avoid when I am buckled into a seat 35,000 feet above sea. it's powerless. It's a and control powerless. issue. So that's the thing about flying. So I don't really like that. What I do, however, like... Are trains. I've always enjoyed taking train rides, especially because they have the cool sleeper cars and all these different things that we'll talk about. And so we had an opportunity. We went out to Seattle, as people know. We recorded our show on July, um, the one about Michael Jackson, when we were out in Seattle. And we came back from Seattle on Amtrak. We had been planning to do this a while ago, but one thing after the other meant that we have to keep pushing the trip back. So we actually did a whole cross-country t- trip with Senevine, of course, with her daughter, on Amtrak on the way back. And that experience was um, not really what we had hoped for. It wasn't a disaster, but there were some issues with it. And I think, I don't know, Clay, do you want to sort of take on a few of these issues to begin yes, with? Yes, I
1: mean, I think that train rides are one of those things. I think there are some people that are train people. And those are the kinds of people that like to relax and sit back and enjoy just looking at scenery. Mm-hmm. So if you like to go on a vacation and you like to go out on the porch and sit and just look at the view, you might like train rides.
0: Assuming that there's good scenery, which there isn't always in some of these rides. depends well, on where you I wasn't
1: going to even go there yet, Greg. I'm just, I'm just oh, starting. Okay. I'm this just is starting just the lead to, off. Greg, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> this is just the foundation. This is the warm If up. you're someone that likes to go someplace and actually hike up the mountain, train ride is not for you. Yeah, not so much. So they sell themselves as being an alternative to flying because they don't have any weights and... They, uh, there's no charge for baggage and no fee for the, the foods included in the sleeper car. And they still serve food when a lot of airlines don't anymore. And,
0: and you can stand up and walk around. You can and, walk you know.
1: around and there's no turbulence and uh, what are all the other?
0: No, I think you've got a lot of them. So those um, are all the
1: things. The problem is, is that all of those aren't true.
0: And security is easier, which is true.
1: That's, oh my God, that's true. Although that's a little scary. Actually, there was no security at all. That that just struck me. We had absolutely no security. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's true. Maybe it's cool when you're single or just like two people in a couple, (laughs) and you don't mind sitting and handing each other your your paper and the bag of chips and looking at the scene. And maybe it's cool if you're, you know, teenagers or 20-something and you're like, you know, sleeping in a shoebox.
0: Well, and I think it can be cool for... I, I thought. I mean, I've done trips before where I took the train where I was by myself, and it was kind of cool to be in a sleeper car by myself, and I could relax and do all those kinds of things.
1: Okay, maybe solo. Yeah, you know, maybe so solo, solo and true.
0: also a shorter trip. That's the other thing. I mean, it wasn't you know cross country either. Okay. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I was under the impression that they had straight trips from one place to the next. I thought, like when we, I thought that we bought a. Seattle to Chicago and Chicago to New York and I was naive. I didn't realize that there were There's no such thing as nonstop stops.
0: in Amtrak. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: that there were a million stops and that not every stop could you get out and walk. Only right. on certain stops that were called smoke breaks. Right. which meant you had to go out with smokers.
0: They actually made you smoke. was another drawback. No,
1: that's not true. I'm just right. making that. I'm always making that up. Yeah. The food was nasty.
0: Well, the problem. Okay, so so one at a time. First of all, I was multiple, I was doing one at a time. The multiple stops thing. Yeah, I mean that is kind of an issue, and it's oh and the no
1: delays, The no delays. Okay, right. That was the key the, thing the about whole, the stops because that connected thing, to this too. The whole thing about flying is one of the most annoying things about flying nowadays is you sit out on the tarmac for hours.
0: Yep, Outbursts. and on the way out we had this experience. You remember that there was a delay getting we off the tarmac. Out, we
1: were on the tarmac for an hour and a half. Okay, we got on the train. That train left right on time. Yep, by the minute.
0: Yep, steamed out of Seattle right when it's supposed to.
1: Only problem, we got into New York three hours late.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Didn't realize that was a possibility.
0: Yeah, and apparently, yeah. I mean, it was, and it, they were way behind. And you know, they said, well. Part of the problem is that because there's a lot of freight apparently still that goes on um, railroad tracks, freight has apparently unconditional priority over passenger trains. And so, and this is what I would, this is what they said. So apparently, you know, passengers are less important than freight, which is disturbing. But Uh. so it means that basically anytime there's a freight train, you know, you have to stop and wait for the freight train to go by or make its Uh. connection. And so that caused a problem. So, yes, the delay was a problem, the stops were a problem. And the problem with the food was, you know, first of all, as Clea said, a lot of the food was kind of subpar. It was nice, But even it? the food that was okay, I mean, they only had, like, you know, they four choices. They ran out of things. You know, so, like, if you well, were had, on... Well, if, yes,
1: they have limitations, but I'd expect the limitations. They, they had... They had, you know, five choices. But see, and and, and you might be thinking, well, a plane
0: doesn't have many connections either. But the difference is you're only on the plane for, you know, four, five, six hours, not, you know, 48 or 72 or whatever we were on the train for.
1: So if you got there towards the end of, like, breakfast, they might be out of, you know, the pancakes or be out of the... uh, French toast. Right.
0: uh, That would have been nice. Or cardboard. (laughs) Or cardboard. Um, and,
1: And then the turbulence thing, you know, I really... I've never had a huge issue with turbulence, Greg. It freaks him out. I have never had as bad turbulence as I had the rocking on that train.
0: Well... It's a different kind of turbulence. I mean, the difference well, is you're not, not turbulence. You're not going they to have You're not going to have a big drop. Like you know, I was reading about um, a plane where two people got hurt where they're flying along and all of a sudden the plane drops a thousand feet. Yeah, that not so fun. I don't. I don't care what people yeah, say about. Yeah, but you about,
1: got your seatbelt on unless you're what's his face. So it
0: you doesn't matter. I don't want to feel myself dropping a thousand feet. And you don't like rides where you feel your stomach no, dropping I, out front of you either. I'm
1: gonna go with you on that. But but with the train. There's no seatbelt and you can go like side to side. You could like be knocked around.
0: Yeah, there was a a couple of situations, especially the Chicago to New York leg, where I don't know if the guy was just trying to make up for lost time. It didn't help, obviously, because that was the leg where we lost the three hours. But he, I mean, that train was, you know, like left, right. It it was cruising.
1: And there's no point Um, to being able to walk around if you can't walk.
0: Right. If you're being thrown from side to side, that doesn't really help. The other problem, and this is related to both the food and to the. Travel aspect. I mean, the turbulence aspect is that you know, if you have a 18-month-old, as we do, if you have a toddler, not very easy for her to toddle. And what we realized, you know, fairly quickly, is that you know, she wasn't going to be too excited about just sort of going up and down a small little hallway or, you know, which and we, we had to carry but
1: we had, we but bought think, the tickets like a year ago. And
0: yeah, it just didn't, that, this sort of confirmed for we're us that, stu- that, that was the we're case, that stupid, but it sort of confirmed that that was the case. Fortunately, we had a portable DVD player with us and that helped, oh, I don't but, want to admit um, that. but you know, the, but the truth is it just, it didn't, you know, that didn't sort of apply. And then the last problem, which I guess, were you saving this one for last was an utter lack of, of customer service. I mean, an utter lack of it. And now listen, I don't think that customer service on planes is that tremendous either, but at the very least, you know, we had stuff all the way from people kind of giving us this, like the guy who was responsible for taking our orders for our meals. For an example, at one point, he, you know, he comes up to our cabin, and he knocks on the door. Can
1: I make a note, though, that this guy was, like, about to retire? So
0: it, well, it showed. <laughs> so he knocks on the door, and he's about, you know, and he knocks on the door. So I'm getting up. And remember, if you've ever been in a sleeper car, you know, it's not, there's not a lot of room in there. So you have to kind of shift yourself around and something. So I'm shifting myself around, and he knocks again. And already, at this point, he's doing it in the middle of the day, so Senevina's is taking a nap. So I get up to the door, and I'm like, you know, I'm coming, I'm coming. I just, it took me a little while. I'm sorry, you know, our baby's taking a nap. So he gives me this weird look, takes the order, and then walking away says something like, "Make sure you don't buy a cell phone," which I assume <laughs> was meant to sort of be make me feel like, "Oh, you know, this is you know, you're being completely ridiculous." Because I guess if you have mm. a cell phone, I, I mean, I, wish, I wanted to be like, "Hey, look, jackass! First of all, my cell phone wouldn't work on this train, and secondly, um, who are you again, and no, why are you telling me?" Funny
1: thing is, he probably didn't say that. He probably said something completely. No, he out. said
0: something about a cell phone. But he definitely it, said it something about a like cell phone.
1: It might have been like the the episode of Super Why today greg where you heard cell phone but actually he said uh
0: you said have well, a nice day <laughs> well loan.
1: no he said a whale loan
0: a whale loan yes. that's what he said Be i'm sure he if is. you
1: get a whale loan
0: yes i'm sure he said that he said or perhaps he said your muscles are well honed perhaps he's yes. making a compliment
1: yes, yes. he yes. might have did that
0: yes but you know what he didn't it was a cell phone anyway um so the customer service so it was either him or we had you know people who were kind of You know, like a guy who was supposed to help us out with things and then never helped us out. And when I went to look for him, he was gone half the time. It just. And, and so you think to yourself, okay, if it's more expensive, and it tends to be, if there's, you know, a lot of rocking, turbulence isn't as bad, but still, if it's, if, you know, if there's some difficulty moving around the cabin, if you're not going to get customer service, what is the point? I mean, I'd you know, really other to, than the safety aspect. We
1: have some uh, Asian listeners, don't we? I'd really like to hear what the, I know we have some European listeners. I'd like to hear what the trains are.
0: Especially like, in let's say Japan or yeah, yeah. or in or in Europe where the Euro with, thing is working. With
1: yeah. the Euro rail. I'd like to know if like the Euro <coughs> rail I mean maybe it varies in quality depending upon where what country you're going through, but and we were even thinking, maybe because Greg has to go up to a conference, because, you know, he's a hoity-toity writer now. That's me, and,
0: hoity and toity.
1: And uh, so we were thinking, well, maybe you could just take the train up to Montreal. Yeah. You know, cut out the cost of, it'd probably be like the equivalent of cost of gas. And I could write on the way up. Yeah, and, and then you wouldn't have to drive, and you wouldn't, yeah. but it, it's going to add it's going to double the, your travel time. Yep. And that's with us taking the risk. They might be three hours late. They that's might, right. it might be more than double. And
0: it maybe saves, maybe, like 10 bucks. Maybe. On oh, it's
1: not going to, yeah, it's not going to save you, because you still have to, when you get there, Greg, you're going to have to take, like, a bus or some kind yeah. of shuttle, so it's... it's right, so it's just not,
0: money. so it's not saving any money, so we ended up saying no, so I just think, you know, I know that Obama has said that he wants to, that he's investing a lot of money in high-speed rail, I think that's great, I think that the more competition for planes, the better, and I still think the trains can he be doing useful. Why that again? Well, because a lot of people think that planes need competition, and that for some routes, you know, like, say, Pittsburgh to Chicago, as an example, a flight isn't as efficient as, let's say, a train would be. Wait, a minute,
1: wait a Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! There has to be some other reason. I, I don't want to think of the fact that the American, the American, the United States government is putting money into trains for the explicit purpose of creating competition, capitalistic competition for the airline industry. Well, but I how mean, how about we just tell the airplane industry get your act together?
0: Yeah, well, yes, that would would have been nice a while ago. Or actually.
1: give them money. To, so to improve their well, I
0: don't think it's unreasonable though for people to believe that trains are an important part of American infrastructure. Still, I mean, even for freight purposes. So I think, I, like, I think it's reasonable, and I think other countries have shown Europe, Japan, like we we're just talking about, that trains can be an effective method of travel. And I still don't. I still think trains are effective for shorter trips, for you know, smaller groups of people, things like that. But I think for sort of large scale stuff or any kind of you know, not just not commuting, but like you know, a trip the five, six, seven. An eight hour variety. I could see if it, it doesn't, if, it doesn't, I could make see it if, if it get
1: for freight. I could see if it if it gets those buses and those, um,
0: anything that trailers, gets 18 wheelers off, the road, 18 wheelers is better, off yeah. the
1: road. If it does that, yeah, it's worth the money because that could really save lives. I would think so and save gas, yes,
0: yeah, I would think so. But I don't know, I'm inclined to say, I mean with my caveat I'd say either a three or a four yeah. I don't want to I don't want to go lower than that and I, I feel I, I'm let's
1: do a four because there are people that, that absolutely love this right and I if you're doing friend, like another mother of- he, he in this neighborhood whose mom lives in Florida mm-hmm. and she whenever she visits New York she takes a train yeah and the train, and, there, and as
0: I say, and I really like you know parts of, of it for certain trips, but not cross country. And they need to shape up. I mean, they got a lot of work to do, especially in the customer service area. And you know, until they do that, they're not really legitimate competition. Yeah, Although ridership is up, I, I understand yeah, over the last is. you know couple of years. But still, though, work needs to be done. So we're going to say a four out of ten for Amtrak, and we would be interested in hearing your experiences yeah, with trains let around. Us around know. the please I'd like
1: to know if it's better elsewhere.
0: Yes, please let us know. I never
1: that got me. around to doing the Euro Rail when I was in Europe. Yeah. So I always it. had this bl- big plan that I was going to do this you know, all over tour of Europe on the Eurorail.
0: Oh, no, we still may do something like that. There's my scooters plan, remember? So uh, four out of ten for Amtrak.
1: All right, quick summary here. Okay, so
0: on. moving on to the second thing, Sons of Sam Horn. You can find this at the sonsofsamhorn.net. That's uh, www.sonsofsamhorn.net. s o n s o f s a m h o r n dot N-E-T. And I should say quickly, in case you're wondering who that is, Sam, Sam Horn was a uh, Red Sox player. Of not particular fame And for whatever reason they just decided to choose him as their um, I don't know their online internet presence or something like that, and so the Sons of Sam Horn was started in that way. I don't recall exactly when it was started. I want to say certainly early 2000s, maybe 2001, or something like that. But since the time that the uh, site has started, it has uh, grown exponentially. Sort of as the fortunes of the Red Sox turned, as the Red Sox became you know the team of the next millennium, and the Yankees faded into into obscurity, the Sons of Sam Horn became God. a more and more important website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't resist, and it mostly is just a collection of message boards for Red Sox fans. Gregory's
1: the, views do not represent the views Of upon further review.
0: No, but you know, they do. They sort do.
1: Of. Well. The
0: now the key thing about it is it's mostly just a series of, of forums. But Sons of Sam Horn prides itself on being a thoughtful message board and a sort of thoughtful group of Red Sox fans. They're not always thoughtful. I mean, they they often are. I know Define a lot of people.
1: Thoughtful. That kind of sounds mushy for like a a sports blog no the sons
0: of sam horn tends to be very sort of stat driven you know it's kind of sabermetrics and you know for people who are familiar with this money ball like basically looking at baseball in a more mathematical and scientific way rather than just he stinks why is he oh, oh, still on okay, okay, bat you know okay, that kind of okay. thing so that's their theory and i think a lot of it is true i think there are a lot of people on the site who are more knowledgeable and i should point out by the way that kurt schilling former red sox pitcher is a regular poster on sons of sam horn which i always think is very funny so not um,
1: thoughtful in that you like send each other r- roses and stuff like that. N-
0: what? No. Okay. Not thoughtful in a very manly sports like but scientific final, sort of like,
1: way fa- like i keep wanting to say final fantasy yeah
0: no not like, like a fantasy final fantasy, F- no.
1: fantasy baseball kind of well
0: yeah i mean and there's always some discussion about whether sabermetrics you know makes more sense than just what your eyes see and whatever but the point is um where does and that
1: term come the from threads,
0: sabermetrics sabermetrics i don't know it's like a de- it's um just sort of a description where of is the
1: saber in baseball i don't
0: know why are you asking me questions and getting me disrupted from what matters which is the red sox okay sorry so so the key thing here is that these threads and they, you can start threads in anything, there are basically two sections. One section is for members and one section is for what they call lurkers. Anyone <laughs> can be a lurker but for a member you need to basically be kind of brought up to the show. Like more or less the people on the main board need to take notice of you and say hey this person seems like a good addition to the group and then they oh you know, goodness. bring you up that way. Which I think is interesting and, and you know they may say that that's sort of click-ish? exclusionary and cliquish. Well yeah but the, the thing is my impression and I've seen a lot of people go from lurker to to regular member it makes sense like there are people who tend to post a lot like i have a name on there but i don't post that much and so i'm probably not ever going to move up to the show which is okay because that's not my ambition in life wait but, are you a lurker oh yeah i'm a lurker Well, you can be, anyone can be a lurker oh like, my just, god greg you haven't been moved up uh, no because i don't post much i don't have time you want me to be sitting on a message board, hun? a few hours a day, going, hey, what do you think about this? Well,
1: yeah. I think also you haven't posted anything of quality enough. I mean... D-
0: no, I post a lot of good quality posts. I even had a couple of my posts ended up in people's signatures, but the problem is I just don't do it enough, so...
1: Well, okay.
0: But anyway, in case I you're looking know. for me, it's uh, Age of Aquarius, uh, in case anyone wants to know.
1: What? Um, Are you serious? Yeah.
0: I posted that, well, because it was after 2004, so I said that age. You know, it was the dawning of the Age of Aquarius, because the Red Sox had finally won the World Series. People thought it was a clever name, so... Anyway... Age Age of Aquarius is on there if you want to look me up. But so, and there are also game threads which are always very funny. I don't think so much that it's the people are, I don't think it's as thoughtful as the they think it is, but I do think it's funny. A lot okay. of the stuff they do is very funny. Now, I will also warn you like, for example, the 2009 game thread board is listed, is described as a roller coaster diary of ecstasy and misery so overwhelming it would make even Dostoevsky go weak in the knees and have to steady himself in the furniture. Now, I don't think most message boards about sports are going to make Dostoevsky references okay oh yeah make um, a note Greg. so
1: there is i think a sonsofsamhorn.com
0: right 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 and that's true different. that's a good point yeah that's an excellent point it should be sonsofsamhorn.net because dot com goes somewhere else and i don't remember why
1: it's it's um
0: it's kind of like a blog too they've up- updated their server significantly because they have a lot of people on there now in fact i think the last thread i saw was something like i don't know how many people exactly but like let's see Yeah, two hundred and sixty-nine users are browsing the forum at once. That's a lot of people, and in the game threads, it's usually more. The game threads, and I will just sort of admit this, sort of let you guys know about this straight off. This is not necessarily family friendly. There are many cases where the game threads there is a lot of language. There's a lot of nasty humor. It's not, you know, what I would say is safe for children to read. Expressing because people are. It is a roller coaster diary of ecstasy and misery, (laughs) and that totally is what it is. You know, but I mean, just things, especially if you're. Any kind of a sports fan and you 've had the experience of watching a player and you don 't understand why this team still has that player when that player then is let go there's this this hilarious reaction from people who have been following it. so in my case, it was this guy Julio Lugo it was this horrendous shortstop, and when he left the Red Sox, the reaction from one person was, "Our long national nightmare is finally over, and I just cracked up now that 's not going to be funny to anybody unless you hate Julio Lugo as much as the people on this board do because he 's terrible, but that 's what I mean so even if you 're not a baseball fan sometimes it's fun just to go look through the threads and kind of, you know, laugh but at that again, stuff. You, only um,
1: if you know those people.
0: All, right, as I say, well, but even if you don't know them, it's sort of funny to see the humor that's being thrown around, because they also make references, like movie references, philosophical okay. references, things like that. And there are people, for example, I know there a couple of posters, one of whom works for the Red Sox, is actually posts on this board. So, there is, you know, a good amount of attention paid to sort of statistical knowledge and things like that as well. But, especially in the game threads, it gets pretty ridiculous. So, so I like I like this board a lot. I think it's fun. Uh, and It's the kind of thing that you, know, you can waste probably more hours than you would want to uh, if you do want to. But it's a good time. If you're a Red Sox fan, you should definitely know about it or go check it out. And if you're not and you're just a baseball fan, it's interesting. Even if you're a sports fan, I think it's worth um, looking at and sort of getting a sense of what people in America do when they're really nuts about something that they have no direct control over. And if um, you have
1: a partner that's a Red Sox fan and you would actually like him to maybe take the trash out in this millennium, don't tell him about this forum
0: right because that would be a terrible terrible thing it seems strangely familiar anyway so i'm going to give this um i think either a seven or you know what i'm going to say an eight out of ten now no no i won't i'll say seven i was going to say an eight out of ten because the server issues are better now because they used to have server problems a couple months ago but those are fixed but no i'll still say seven because it can be a little bit clickish and some of the language is kind of and humor is more than a little off color. So that's a problem. Okay. So I will say a seven out of 10, um, maybe an eight out of 10 if you're a Red Sox fan, but for general people, I will say a seven out of 10 for sons of Sam okay. Okay. Last on the docket for tonight is MTV, and you can find uh, the website about this at, not surprisingly, www.mtv.com. And as you all know, in the 1980s, this originally started as a channel that played music videos. And I think it's appropriate that we're talking about this, the show after Michael Jackson passed away, the show where we talked about Michael Jackson, because MTV, in a way, was kind of made by Michael Jackson because of the music videos, especially he, Billy. He Jane.
1: revolutionized yeah. music videos again, again. And again and yeah. again and again and again again.
0: And so MTV sort of made its made its bones by doing that, you know, by putting on these videos. And a lot of bands became sort of as much video bands as music bands. I think Duran Duran was like that. You know, yeah. they they had these phenomenal videos that sort of stood out as a result. Um, and for a see- while, that was what they did was just music videos.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, what would you say? Fifteen years ago, they started making the switch to just another cable. TV
0: station. Right, where they started adding game shows so, like Remote Control. So and go, they, go, you know.
1: to, go to Shows, Greg. Okay. Click on Shows. And so really, this they're just a standard cable TV show. They show movies... They show have TV shows that they've produced. They have TV shows on that other people have produced. Like they have Scrubs on now. That was produced, I think, uh, that Comedy Central show or something like that. So they're just they reg- Scrubs. Yes, they're just a regular TV station now. And the only time of day that you can actually see videos on MTV or MTV Two, I should add, there's two stations, is from three four a.m. to morning till eight a.m. in the morning.
0: And I think I don't. I don't really understand
1: was there just a lot nobody cared about music videos
0: i don't yeah, understand I why met, they I actually switched. met
1: an mtv producer from oh yeah in hawaii right england when i was in hawaii and he said yeah there's just i said why are, can you guys just go back to playing music videos please and he said no there's no interest this is what the this is what people want and i have to say nowadays it makes sense i mean there's no no longer do you need to watch music videos on tv you can log on to mtv.com you can log on to YouTube and see any music video that you want to see.
0: so you think it's really the internet that spelled the death of sort of no. a video show
1: uh, well, maybe they saw the maybe they saw it where we didn't I guess maybe yeah, I know when it was first happening, I was really annoyed because i I had no way to see music videos.
0: Well, I, I just think the problem was I mean this is why I was almost I almost sort of forgot and I still would defy anyone I mean I defy you to tell me what the channel on cable is that is MTV. I mean I know where VH1 is, but I think MTV is but sort of so. They,
1: but see, you, I think you're confusing some of the things that MTV's done with VH1, Greg. Because I mean they've they've done a lot of I mean they brought Beavis and Butthead, they bought sure uh, they such brought,
0: great shows as Paris Hilton's My New BFF. No, no. Or, yeah, but that's uh, a big show now, Greg. Or Punked with Ashton Kutcher. That's or, a huge
1: show. I'm not saying Th- that made him.
0: You're assuming he's made, but
1: <laughs> well, not anymore. Now that he's busy twittering his whole life away, they they did Eon Flux. I mean they've 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 done some kind of revolutionary stuff. Yeah. Made Made is a big show.
0: But I guess I guess the point is that to no, me no, it's I, just become a very vague generic channel, and and I always no, thought that it's
1: kind of it's it's still kind of it's not about Gen music. X.
0: It's not a music anymore. I mean, it's not even no. about music. That's Paris Hilton? Said.
1: No, no. It's, Real it's, world? Right. It's gone. At it, it first, they started doing shows that were somewhat off the beaten track, and still most of them had some kind of music uh, aspect, and that's that's gone. Right. Definitely, that's no longer the case. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There have been, you know, a lot of VJs have gone on, video jockeys have gone on to do other things, mm-hmm. you know, with podcasting in some cases, and with right. videos and all these other kinds of things. But it just seems like they kind of sort of lost their way. I mean, I would argue that VH1, which, as you may recall, was kind of a spin off from MTV and was kind of like softer videos or sort of classic videos. VH1, I think, has now established itself as kind of the pop culture celebrity channel, like where you go to watch, you know, Best Week Ever, where you go to watch, mm-hmm. you know, these sort of Hulk Hogan shows and all these kinds of things. I think... Whereas I think m t v it's kind of like what does m t v do I mean no, yes, I, they have individual shows that are big shows. It's just that what but what is it though? It's just like random channel like it's no, not it's the same. you know no
1: Greg, I think you just don't I don't know, maybe we don't get m t v as much as we get v maybe there's certain cable packages so maybe you're not seeing the i don't know we'll shows. turn to
0: our listeners and say because you know do, are you are you guys just, out the there more familiar with mtv or with vh1 i am I'm, I'm more familiar now with vh1 in terms of shows that it offers not mtv
1: but maybe that's just because those are the shows i watch greg mtv it has real world there are like 50 million spin-offs yeah, but of real, real
0: world. world but real world is so old now i mean does anyone really care about real world real world isn't what is it the 15th iteration at this point I mean, All
1: I'm saying is that I th- I, th- I think and
0: Beavis and Butthead is not on anymore, nor is yes, he they on... dude. Pl- they still play it. But they play classic shows, but they're not. It's not new stuff. They're not. You know, they're not okay. releasing. You know, I Jackass.
1: Mean, Jackass came from MTV.
0: Yeah, and Jackass is fading quickly as a popularity thing. It was a novelty. Anyway, I just think that MTV. You know, I'm not saying that they. Or some, you know, terrible station or whatever. I just, I just don't really know what their brand is anymore to the same degree. But, you know, maybe I'm wrong and maybe everyone's like, no, MTV is the greatest thing since, you know, one Well, I BH1. have to say,
1: if you want an alternative to YouTube for watching videos, I actually think I might go to MTV now. When I was exploring this uh, website, I actually like it. Like, they have episodes of Eon Flux. They have episodes of some of their old episodes and they have um, like most of the popular videos with some of the older videos up there right so you can watch them they have them.
0: classic episodes of TV raps so I guess that's always a positive <sighs> um, so what do you want to say for a rating
1: six it's tough. It's one of those icons, you know? It's one of those things where you want to rate it higher because it has been influential. I don't. I mean, I would be rating but, it lower if I But then anything. at the same time, I think that we're harder on MTP because we're so disappointed with the changes that it's made. It's like, yeah. you know, at two protests, you just, like... You're much harder on MTV than you are on VH1 because of MTV was the the king at one right. time. Right, and
0: I don't expect anything other than what VH1 is. You know, <laughs> and yeah, MTV when growing up that was the thing. That was where you went I'm for the videos. I'm so. gonna
1: say you got to say six. I'm gonna say six.
0: All right. I mean, I would be tempted to say five, but you know, if you want to say six, I guess it's okay with me. So, so we'll say. I think, I
1: think they do a little bit more cooler avant garde stuff. Yeah, than but VH1. see, I'm
0: not. I, I'm not convinced about that. I'm not convinced that they're really promoting independent bands. I mean, that's the other thing too. I don't oh, really know that there's a lot of
1: get into that. Greg. I don't
0: really think there's a lot of work being done there. No, that's and gone.
1: I don't think they do any of that kind of stuff. And yeah. Neither does VH1.
0: No, but, I mean, VH1 doesn't claim to be some, like, the music station, whereas MTV always kind of presented that as an image, but, uh, you know, whatever. Really of course, anymore. MTV does, I think, support Rock the Vote, right? I think they do yes, do that, yes. so they do get some credit for that. So, so, fine, I'll give them a six.
1: Okay, there you go. So,
0: a six out of ten for MTV, and we'd be interested to hear what all of you think about MTV, those of you who are our age and are, you know, 30s, or those of you who are younger and older. I'd be interested to hear from everyone in the spectrum what yeah. you think about MTV, again. Is it as sort well, of it, I th- lost a cause as I think? think it
1: is now i kind of look back and i go well i guess it was inevitable anyway and maybe i guess they were you know trying to catch it off before it happened so they could establish themselves in other areas
0: yeah i guess that's true so so we will say a 6 out of 10 for MTV, and we'll be interested to hear what you all have to say about that. Yep. So that's going to do it for us for this evening. We want to thank everybody that commented on uh, the Michael Jackson uh, show from last time and, uh, and continue to encourage everybody to send in comments and, uh, of course, suggestions and feedback and ideas for new things to review on future shows. And otherwise, I'd I I'd like guess, to
1: rate humidity a zero.
0: Right. And um, since we don't want to have a high-humidity show... Um, I don't really know what to say yeah, about you, that. Yeah, you couldn't do
1: a Greg way <laughs> there, okay. unfortunately. Oh,
0: well. So we will see all you guys soon. Thanks, as always, for listening. And uh, we will see you later. Upon <laughs> further review, I'm Greg. I'm Clea. See you. The proceeding was a presentation of Upon Further Review, hosted at www.furtherreview.net. As usual, all rights are reserved. If you liked what you heard, please vote for us at PodcastAlley.com, VitalPodcast.com, and add us to your list of favorites at PodcastPickle.com. You can leave us a comment at www.FurtherReview.net, drop us a line at pawn at FurtherReview.net, or give us a phone call or send a fax to 206-339-UFR1. That's 206-339-8371. And lastly... Don't be afraid to express your opinions. We know you have them. Let them out. Feel the power. Or you could just blindly accept whatever we tell you is fact. That'll work.